Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church and just want to welcome you in here to uh, uh, today as we continue through the book of Romans with Noel Anderson uh, from our Southwest campus. Uh, Noel, before we jump into uh, Romans chapter two here today, as always, our reading plan can be found in the show notes below for you to uh, screenshot it, print it off, whatever you need to do to read God's word first. We want this to be a compliment to, we just want to come alongside you and help you model what it's like to read God's Word on an everyday basis so that we begin to apply the transformative power of it in our lives uh, here today. But before we do so, uh, what what's something that just makes you lose track of time uh, that you just love to do in life? Yeah, so it's, it's actually, it's not something I guess would traditionally be fun, um, but sometimes I just, I love projects, whether it's... Um, just like making a presentation or something like for work or anything that's like a project where I have an end goal um, of creating something. Mm. And, you know, sometimes that might be something with my hands, like designing a room and, and getting all the furniture and all that. But like that just having any kind of project with like a goal in mind it just, I get lost in all the planning and the organizing and the piecing it together. Mm. So some people are wired where it's like they really enjoy the the 10,000 foot view. And then some people really enjoy like the nitty gritty, the yeah. details. Are you like one that like you, you enjoy the 10,000 or the nitty gritty or both and? I start with the 10,000, but then I get lost in the details. So it's mm. sometimes not good because <laughs> you just get like, you're like, think of all the details and you get kind of stuck and trudging. So you're like, no, 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 we got to zoom out a little bit, mm-hmm. open up, you know, the, the details will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it definitely can be a little too analytical sometimes. <laughs> I, love, I think it's beautiful how God designs us uh, and that we need every, every person for that. So cool. As we're uh, here in Romans chapter two, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated as you uh, open up this text and read it that uh, you highlighted and wrote down? Yeah, Romans 2, verse 1. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges, for in passing judgment on one on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. Okay, so we're getting into a pretty pretty tough passage of Scripture yeah. here uh, today. <laughs> what uh, uh, What is it that's uh, going on in this text? Can you explain what Paul's writing to the church in Romans for? Sure. So in, in chapter 1, Paul, um, through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, he goes over a large list of sins and how individuals who do these sins, um, you know, have have chosen to to give into the passions of the flesh and mm-hmm. um, and even justify it. And so then, in chapter two, after he goes over this all these sins and is saying, you know, these people, um, these sins, God hates these things that it's not going to go well for them. Um, then in chapter two, he, he calls out the hypocrites (laughs) Mm. 
And he says, um, you know, we, or you, you know, we, you, um, have no right to look down on anyone. Basically Mm -hmm. we have no reason to think that we're better than any other person because in the end we're all sinners Mm. and God sees sin as sin. There is no sin that is, is better or worse besides the one that, what is it? The, um, the Holy spirit. Uh, to blasphemy the Holy Spirit. Blasphemy the, that's the only one <laughs> that he says is worse. Um, but sin is sin to God. And so we are all under the judgment of God and no one is righteous in their own power. Our works are worthless to God. And so our only hope for the people who he explains in chapter one and you know the, the Gentiles, the Jewish people, like our only hope um, and this hope is is described here in chapter one is Jesus. So we're all under that same condona- condemnation unless we accept Jesus as our savior. Why do you think that um, whether you look at the church in America or the mm-hmm. church in any other country, there's sometimes a, um, a pet sin that mm-hmm. the church really looks down upon. And then there's sometimes pet sins that we glance over or don't, you know, put much emphasis on? Yeah, that's a hard question. I think that in society, you know, in different cultures, there's just certain sins that are like, oh, that one's okay. You know, Mm. like, like gluttony, you know, Mm. like in America, we are, we largely have, you know, a population that is overweight. And some of that is, is due to honestly trauma and things that we're holding on to that, um, we're using food to, to help us work through those issues. Mm -hmm. That's another story, but, um, but, but gluttony, I think is, is one sin that just kind of generally as an American population, we're like, oh, well, that's not as bad Mm -hmm. because our it's culture, culturally, our restaurants serve giant plates of food that serve that give us like three meals, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of just one. Whereas you go to some other countries and, the plates of food are much smaller. And so culturally there, I don't know, cause I'm not, you know, from another culture, but maybe gluttony is seen more in the churches as a bigger issue. Um, so I think a lot of it, sometimes we let the culture shape the way that we think of sin. And, um, and that's, it's really doing us a disservice because again, God, God sees sin as sin, mm-hmm. um, no matter, no matter what it is, sin is you know, breaking our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was beautiful. And uh, as you look in here, Romans two, uh, chapter one. What are some principles of application for the body of Christ today? Yeah. So again, like like you said, this is a really tricky. All, all Romans is just hard to understand mm-hmm. in general, um, but it really, uh, it's really, it's a really deep. <laughs> and challenging it challenges us as believers um so but when we see someone sinning our response should not be instantly to look down on them or condemn Mm -hmm. them Uh, god is the only one who is worthy of judging and our first response should be to pray for them Mm -hmm. Uh, pray that their eyes are opened and that their heart is softened to, to God's word, to God's presence, um, to the power of salvation, pray that they find God. 
And I think that the church, and when I say the church, I mean, as a whole, at least the American church, uh, is often too far, like in one direction. It's either we're all love and acceptance or all condemnation and hate, mm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it just really seems to be often too far in either extreme. Uh, but Jesus showed us that you can love a person while not accepting the sin. You know, you see this with the woman at the well, mm-hmm. um, just so many things where he, he gracefully and lovingly helps the person see that they are a sinner as mm-hmm. we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does it in such a way that it, it, it's like when we, when we're parenting, you know, and our child does something wrong and, you know, to help them grow as a, as a fully functioning human being, we need to discipline. We need to point out where, you know, things they're doing that are wrong. Does that mean we hate them? No. Um, we're doing it because we love them because we care about them. We need to help redirect them into the path that's going to, to help them have a, a full and successful life. And so Jesus shows us that that we can love uh, while not, not accepting sin. And that's what we need to do. So I would just say, just pray that God can help you to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, praise God that he opened your eyes to understand the gospel, mm-hmm. even though you didn't deserve it. There's nothing we did to deserve salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and yet God, God chose us despite ourselves. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for knowing that. Uh, did the Holy Spirit give you any direct prompts to respond to in today's text? Yeah. Um, so when, when I meet people, you know, of differing beliefs or ideologies, my first response needs to be to pray for them, um, and not condemn them, uh, you know, to ask God how I can show them love in a way that God wants me to, um, and ultimately that will help lead them to Christ. Mm, Beautiful. Well, thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Uh, I hope that today you begin to pray to see people the way that Christ sees them and love them in truth and grace. 